Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, dear friends. Here we are again with a brand new broadcast. And, well, I don't know who's watching today. Maybe you're an apostle or a bishop or a pastor or a prophet or a lay worker in the church or maybe an assistant somewhere. Maybe you don't have a ministry like that, but you are a child of God. Maybe you're someone who has never heard the gospel yet. I don't know who my audience is this day, but I know whoever you are, God has a word specifically for you today and he wants to bless you and help you to make it help you to stay on course help you to receive every blessing that he has prepared for you well as I said I don't know what kind of title you are wearing be it in ministry or maybe in daily life maybe you're a directing manager or maybe you're just a worker on the floor I don't know but you know in the Bible it's not so much that I read about all these titles but one of the great testimonies that was given of a man or a woman is that they walked with God. Oh, hallelujah. Today, if you're an apostle or just a worker on the floor in the church, but if it can be said of you that you are a man, a woman, a young man, a young woman who walks with God, then you have the greatest testimony and the greatest witness that you can have. Are you someone that is walking with God. Walking with God, not just to get the blessings and to get the benefits and to get out of the mess, but walking with God in intimate relationship with your heavenly Father through Christ, through the Holy Spirit. Oh, how wonderful that we can have a intimate relationship with Him, that we can walk with Him, talk with Him, listen to him, not only talking, but listening. So many times when people pray, they are just rattling on, rattling on. And Lord, do this. Lord, do that. Lord, I need you here. Lord, I need you there. Lord, I can't do without you, without this, without that. But then at the end of it all, they say, amen. And then they go on to the next thing. But do we also spend time to listen to him? And when you do listen to him, do you hear his voice? He speaks. God is a speaking God. And it's not always immediately in your prayer that he speaks, but as you become silent and as you become attentive to the voice of the Holy Spirit, he will make his voice clear unto you. He will speak and he can use, well, he can use anyone and everything to speak to us, sometimes through a child. Oh, I remember this one time. I met someone and they said, oh, Pastor John, I'll never forget the service. So many years ago, that changed my life. Oh, I thought, well, wow, wow. He said, well, I don't remember what you preached on at all, but there was this singer who sang a song. And when that song came, oh, it penetrated my heart. God spoke to me and I was changed from that day on. (laughs) It's funny sometimes the testimonies that people bring, how God was able to speak to them. But if you have a an an open heart, an attentive ear. If you will allow God to speak to you throughout the day, throughout the week, I know that he will speak to you. And number one, he will speak through his word, but he will find a way to make that word clear to you. Well, in the Bible, 
I read about Enoch. And Enoch was a man who walked with God. That was his testimony. And after that, we read about a man called Noah. And again, of Noah, it is said, and he walked with God. Abraham walked with God. What a testimony of these examples that we have, that they walked with God. And because they walked with God, they heard the voice of God. And God was able to warn them and to give them what they needed to have to make it to the end, to give them a way of escape. Oh, if people would just be aware of all that is coming to this world and the end that is near and the terrible atrocities and things that are still to come in this world and that they don't have to go through it alone, that they will never make it on their own. God is speaking and calling humanity, mankind, and his voice is ringing so clear. His voice is in the stars. His voice is everywhere around us. His voice is through the ministers today, through radio, TV, and magazines, and all different manners of way, personal witnessing and testimony. He is speaking today, warning people, whoever hear his voice, they would accept his voice. He would guide them and show them the way of escape, to show them how they can be like Enoch. You know, it speaks about Enoch that he walked with God. And before sin came to a peak, before judgment fell on the world and the world was flooded and every flesh, every human thing was destroyed and killed. Enoch, because he walked with God, was suddenly taken up by the Lord and taken into glory. And he didn't have to go through all that misery. Oh, the Bible says that Jesus is coming for his bride. He is coming for his church. He is coming for the believers. He will come before the great judgment will fall upon this world. Oh, you and me, we can be saved. We don't have to go through all those atrocities and things. No, if we walk with him, we will hear the trumpet sound and we will be taken up. The Bible says in one instant, in the blink of an eye, we will be taken up into glory. Our bodies will change into eternal bodies and we will be with him forever and ever. Oh, my dear friend, you don't want to miss that day of the return of Christ before judgment will be poured out upon this world. And if you don't want to miss that day, the only way that you will not miss it is if you will walk with God today. Walk with him. Listen to him. Be in fellowship with him, in harmony with him and the Son and the Spirit. Well, Enoch was taken up. And then it says that man was sinning continuously all the time. The Lord looked at the world. He looked at mankind and he says in Genesis, I think it's chapter six, he says, he says, and the thoughts of man and everything that came out of their being was continuously evil. Everything was evil and it was continuously evil. Can you believe that? Every thought, imagination was evil and it was evil all the time, up to the very point that the Lord said, it is defiled. All of mankind, all of flesh is defiled. Everything is dirty. Another example that the Bible gives is of the yeast that comes into the dough. And it says that after a while, that yeast is completely in all of the dough. And you cannot just 
pull it out by pulling out a part of it. No, the only way to get rid of it is to get rid of it all. And it came to a point where God had to say, the end of all flesh has come before me. Oh, <sighs> sorry, my dear friends. Oh, if I just think of that chapter, chapter six of Genesis, there are two sentences there that just pierce my heart. I mean, there's all of humanity and mankind and they're all busy, busy, busy with life, busy with this, busy with that, working and feasting and celebrating and eating and sowing and harvesting, everything, everything. But God says, the end of all flesh has come before me. I will destroy men. Those two sentences, they pierce my heart. And especially because we read by Brother Peter that he says it will be in our days, it will be like it was in the days of Noah. And we see it around us that the thoughts of men is evil and it's evil all the time. <laughs> all the time, and they are raising their children from so small, if I think of my country, Holland, they are raising their children already from such a young age in evil thinking, evil desires, evil fleshly longings. They're putting it in, they're promoting it, and they're justifying it, and they're training their kids in evil thoughts, evil lifestyle, evil Everything is evil. Everything is evil. No thinking of God, of righteousness, of holiness, of the word of God, of God's plan, of God's origin and God's uh, ending for mankind. No, they, they have turned their backs to him and they're in this evil lifestyle. And the Bible says in Genesis that mankind was living in such evilness and they were constantly evil and all was evil except one man, Noah. He walked with God. And because he walked with God, he heard the voice of God. And because he heard the voice, he heard what was coming to the world. He heard about the flood. He heard about the end of all flesh. And the Lord gave him a promise and a plan to escape that sure destruction. Oh, in the world, they were celebrating the great man of name. It says, men of renown, the heroes of old. Oh, they were mighty, strong, victorious, wise. But yet they did not see the calamity that was coming. They did not see the end of the world that was coming. And even if they did see it, they didn't have the wisdom, the strength, the power to change that course, to change that destiny. They were doomed. And the only way to get out was to listen to the Lord, to obey the Lord, and to follow the advice, the plans of the Lord to escape that calamity, that sure ending, that sure doom. Noah heard it. And because Noah heard it, it says, he built an ark. Oh, because the Lord had told him, go and build an ark of gopher wood. Well, let us just read one scripture here out of Hebrews chapter 11, because of course, our dear brother Noah made it into that gallery of people of faith or of the heroes of faith. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse seven, it says, by faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet. God warned Noah that things were coming 
that the world had not seen yet. It's difficult for people to believe what they haven't seen yet, what hasn't happened yet. So many people, they cannot believe it until, you know what the saying is, when I see it, I'll believe it. But here we read that Noah believed the things that God told him would happen even before he saw any evidence or sign that they would happen. It says, moved with fear, he prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. I love that scripture. I mean, dear friends, I'm sorry, but there is so much more in there than I could explain or preach or teach about right now. But let's take a few thoughts. We talk about faith. Yes, because it says by faith. And faith is the central core of it all. And there's much to say about that faith. But for a moment, I must touch what it says there, which says moved with fear. Noah believed the word of the Lord. He believed the commandments of God. He believed the promises of God, but he also believed the threatenings of God. That's important. If you don't believe that a flood is coming, you won't build an ark. If you don't believe there's judgment upon sin coming, you won't go for salvation and you will not repent of your wicked ways. Noah believed in the promise of salvation. But he also believed that the flood was coming and would destroy all flesh. And that gave him a reverent fear. It was not an evil fear. It was a reverent fear. And that reverent fear activated him. That fear put him in action. Some of you that are watching this program, oh, You believe that God is good. You believe there is a heaven. You believe that he will save you, but you don't have fear for judgment that is coming. You don't have fear that you who are living as a sinner will go lost if you don't change your ways. Oh, my dear friend, you need to get some fear in your heart. The fear of the Lord must come into you. Holy fear of the Lord must come into you that you will believe, hey, if I will live like I'm living now, I'll go lost. I need to change, Lord. And you will start to cry out to the Lord, Lord, help me to change. Help me to break with my wicked ways. Help me. I don't want to live that way. I don't want to go that course. I don't want to be lost. I don't want to go to hell or damnation. I believe in your promise, but I also believe in your commandments. And I also believe that judgment is coming. And I believe, Lord, that you want to change me. You're able to change me. You're able to help me to live holy and acceptable before you. Oh, sometimes we laugh about these things. You know, I just cannot believe or, or, or accept or, or, or contemplate the reality how people You know, they do so much for their physical body. And yet when you talk about their eternal being, their spirit man, who will go into darkness, into the pit of hell, be tormented for eternity, somehow they are so blinded by the devil that they say, well, I don't care, we'll see it. Oh, well, somewhere there, we believe God will cut a corner and will not allow that to happen. Or, well, we'll see it when I get there. How can you speak like that about you, you yourself, to go to damnation for eternity into hell? Well, you'll be 
tormented for eternity, while at the same time, God now, right now, is offering you a way of escape. Oh, my dear friend, how can you say or think, well, I don't care, I'll see it when I get there. Believe the threatening of God. Believe what the Bible says, that everyone whose name was not found to be written in the book of life, Revelation says, they were thrown in the lake of fire, in the pit of fire, together with the devil and the false prophet and the beast, etc., etc., to be tormented for eternity. Oh, my dear friend, believe the threatenings of God and believe his promises that you can be saved for eternity. Oh, my dear friends, are you walking with God? Are you hearing his voice? Do you hear what is coming? The world, oh, well, judgment will come upon this world. It will be horrible. It will be so terrible. The Bible says things are going to come upon this world that have never happened in all of history. And, and people will cry out for the rocks to fall upon them. And at the same time, in the midst of all that which is coming because of the devil's work and because of the evilness of man, God is giving right now a period of grace. He is giving right now a way of escape, an ark as you will, Jesus Christ being the ark in whom you can be saved and rescued for all this which is coming. And maybe you say, well, John, <laughs> the Lord, well, when is he coming back? That could be years. Yes, it could be years. It could be longer than you will live upon this world if you would live a long lifetime. But who knows if you will be tomorrow. So many people got up this morning and everything was well and they made appointments for tonight for the restaurant, but they don't know that they're never coming home today because something will happen today that they will lose their life and step into eternity right now this day. Are you prepared to step into eternity if that day should be today? Are you prepared? Are you ready? Did you hear the voice of the Lord? Did you ask forgiveness? Did you accept Jesus as Savior? If not, then I ask you, do it right now. Do it right now. Don't postpone. Don't postpone any longer, but pray this prayer with me and say, oh God, I believe in your word. I don't know every scripture. I don't know every story, but I believe in your word that, Lord, you cannot have this evilness to continue and go on somewhere along the line. It will reach a peak and it will all be ended. But you are offering right now to all those that will accept Jesus, your son, as the remedy. Jesus, your son, as the sacrifice for our sins. Jesus, as the one who paid the price for us that we can receive full pardon. For all those that receive him, you have promised forgiveness and you have promised eternal life. It is in his blood. Our life, our eternity is in his life, in his blood that was shed for us. Lord, I cannot explain it fully or understand it fully how it works, but I believe it. And by faith, I receive Jesus as my savior. Receive me as your child. Forgive me, cleanse me, sanctify me. Lord, Make me a brand new being through the power of the Holy Spirit and live in me. Accept me as your child. I accept you as my heavenly father. And Lord, I want to live for you. Help me to live for you. Help me to walk with you. Help me to stay close to you that I will always hear your voice. I thank you that you want to do this and that you will help me to do it. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 